Hey, beautiful ones. I want to thank you for joining me again for another episode of Moving Mountains podcast here on the Anchor app. This app has made it really easy for me to be able to bring you what I hope is great information that can bring positive transformation and change to your life. If you haven't done so, make sure that you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And I want to thank you again for tuning in with me, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, beautiful ones. It's Sunday, August 8th, and I want to thank you for spending some time, taking a moment to spend with me on Moving the Mountains podcast. Again, I'm Trishina Barzar-Hunter. I am a certified transformational life coach and emotional intelligence coach as well as motivational speaker. I have a master's in psychology. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about self-love in terms of self-forgiveness. And I'll be really honest with you, I put this episode off for a while. I put this episode off for well over a week. Um, when I started moving the mountains, I started because I wanted to share with you what it was like to go through everything I had been through. I don't know, um, how many people listening know my story, but I spent about six years very sick. I went through five brain surgeries in the period of five years. I had septic shock. I went through breast reconstructions. Um, had a couple strokes and even the beginning of this year, I was assaulted and, um, living with chronic illness and what's worse, um, having a traumatic brain injury or brain damage from having six, well, actually 12 brain surgeries. Cause I had seven brain surgeries before I was eight years old, um, it's a lot. There, it, it comes with a lot. Growing up, I had a household that was um, filled with a lot of domestic violence. My parents fought a lot. Um, there was a lot of blood. There was a lot of things that happened. And, you know, the doctors advised me that I, I essentially had PTSD before I turned eight. And since the surgeries, um, adding to the PTSD and the extra damage to my brain, the extra scarring of my brain tissue has made coping and getting through a lot of the things that I've had to go through a lot more difficult. And throughout time, throughout my life, I found myself surrounded with people that always wanted to fix me, to make me into what they felt I should be, solve my problems. Um, you shouldn't be this way, be that way. You shouldn't handle things this way, handle it that way. You shouldn't say this, you should say that. And there's a huge toll that comes along with that. Um, in the past, I have suffered from depression, severe depression. I have suffered from PTSD. I've suffered from anxiety. And I'm actually the survivor of um, three suicide attempts. And somehow I'm still here standing. But even after all of those things, 
I'm my worst critic. And I think that's the case for most people. A few days ago, I shared the statement, the person I hold the worst grudge against for the longest time without forgiveness is the one person staring back at me in the mirror. And that is not something easy for me to talk about because I'm a life coach. You guys look to me to help you solve your problems. I make my living off of helping people improve their self-love, improve their self-confidence, be more positively focused and accomplishing their goals or moving their mountains. And sometimes I don't find myself taking my own advice. And the pandemic and this COVID-19 environment has really showed me that. Sometimes I'm not giving myself the forgiveness that I deserve. I'm not giving myself the time, the effort, the self-care that I deserve. I found myself blaming me for my kids not having everything under the sun or the life that I believe they should have had because they grew up with a sick mom. So there are periods of severe self-loathing that I have from everything that I've been through, from me being sick, from me not being enough or me not being worthy. Sometimes my brain injury or you know, the damage can make me a little rough around the edges. Or sometimes I'm pretty blunt. I don't always hold back. And I hold myself to this level of perfection that is impossible to me. But when I make a mistake, yes, it's. I always say I'm sorry or I apologize or try to correct it. And most times... Whoever I may have wronged or whatever mistake that I made, I'm forgiven for by everybody else except for me. You know, going through what I've been through um, is not something I would wish on, any, on anybody. Um, a few days ago, Um, an amazing woman on Instagram by the name of Grace Harry made a post and it stuck out to me in a major way. Like it really did stick out to me. Um, Grace Harry posted a quote just a few days ago that said, you may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. It's a quote by Maya Angelou. And when I read that just a few days ago, I realized that I had done just that. I had allowed myself to be reduced by everything that's happened to me since I was six years old. I had allowed myself to be reduced by abuse that I had endured, by brain surgeries, by losing my breast and having to go through a breast reconstruction, through having two strokes, through being a single mom who doesn't have everything perfect to do beautiful kids that I believe deserve a perfect parent. And there is no perfect parent. And 
it wasn't until I read that post by Grace Herring, well, that Grace Harry posted by Maya Angelou, that I realized that with each of the operations that I've had, and at this point in my life, I'm 42, I've had close to 20 different operations. 12 of them have been on my brain. Three of them have been on my breast. That I had allowed myself to be reduced because in each of those operations, it felt like a part of me was missing. A part of me was, was gone and I couldn't get it back. It wasn't just something that happened. There was something that wasn't there when I woke up. It was something that wasn't there when I came home. My household was turned into a hospital for five weeks. I had IV antibiotics that I had to self-administer for five weeks after septic shock with an open wound in my chest. And in a lot of ways, that wound is still open. When I went through my breast reconstruction surgery, the second one, I woke up after I came out of the anesthesia and my breasts were gone. They were completely gone. And for about three months, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror, even after it was fixed, because all I could see was the bloody mess that I saw after surgery. And sometimes when I look in the mirror, that's still what I see. I see that, that bloody mess, those cuts, those scrapes, those scars that have literally at times in my life covered me from my head to my hips just covered in cuts and scrapes and scars and stitches and wounds that I would conceal and stay in the house and refuse to let anybody see me because it was too horrible, too horrifying, too ugly to look at. And so I hid. And even now, I second-guess myself about Every conversation I have with anybody, anything that I say to anybody, and I hold everything against myself times probably 10 over things that don't even matter because I've been told so many times that I'm broken, that my brain injury makes me too sensitive, that I wear my feelings on my, on my shoulder or I have a chip on my shoulder. And the past 10 days, I've really had to reflect on that. I lost a, a friendship this week that I didn't expect to lose and I honestly don't even know how it happened, but it was hurtful. It was hurtful to lose that friendship. And once again, I went back to the one person I can not forgive. The one person I hold a grudge against the most is the person staring back at me in the mirror. And that's a hard way to be. You know, we have gone through the COVID-19 pandemic for about five months straight now. And the one thing that is impossible to escape, especially when you're in a pandemic and you're quarantined or self-distancing in your home or generally in life at all, the person that you cannot escape is yourself. 
You are the person that you'll never, ever be able to get away from. You're going to be with you from the day that you're born to the day that you turn to dust. So somewhere along the way, you have to learn to let go of the grudges you have against you. You have to learn to forgive you, love you. And even though I'm really great at helping other people to forgive themselves, to take it easy on themselves, to engage in self-love, I'm going to admit for a moment here that I haven't practiced what I preached. I think I spent the last three weeks of this pandemic wanting to get away from me. Wanting to get away from me because I did something that caused me to lose a friendship and I don't even know what it was. Wanting to get away from me because I couldn't fix everything that was hurting my daughters or make it right for them, change my oldest daughter's senior year or send her to the most expensive art school on the planet. That was blame I put on me. My children are upset. They aren't holding a grudge against me for not being able to have those things or do those things. But I'm doing a pretty good job of holding that grudge against myself. I have no problem saying I'm sorry to anybody that I've wronged. I have no problem admitting that I'm wrong or that I messed up or that I made a mistake. And I'm surrounded by amazing, forgiving people. But long after I've been forgiven by from whoever for whatever I've done, I am the one that's holding the grudge. I'm holding that grudge not against other people. I'm holding that grudge against the person I see in the mirror every day to the point that I'm not sure that I fully look in the mirror most days anymore. I'm pretty sure I stopped fully looking in the mirror right around June of 2019 and possibly even before that when I came home with septic shock in October of 2017 because what I was seeing in the mirror looked like a stabbing victim. It looked like a horror movie. Bleeding cuts from literally the top of my head to my hips. And after all, who wants to look at that? Who wants to look at somebody that's gory and bloody and broken and scarred and cut to pieces, cut to shreds? Certainly, I didn't want to look at it. So I started pulling away from just about everybody. And the thing about this pandemic is it takes you away from all the distractions that force you to face yourself. This pandemic has literally limited our ability or my ability to be distracted from looking at me, from addressing the things about me that I haven't learned to love, that I haven't allowed to heal, that I haven't forgiven myself for. Because the person that I hold 
the worst grudge against, the person I'm most unforgiving towards for the longest amount of time, for the stupidest reasons, is the person I see staring back at me in the mirror. So today's session of Moving the Mountains podcast is one where I'm kind of burying my soul because I started moving the mountains promising that I was going to share with those that followed me what it was really like, how much it really hurt, what it really felt like because going through things isn't easy. It's bloody. It's messy. It hurts. And after it was all said and done and there was no more surgery, at the end of 2019, I was exhausted and I stopped telling the story because there was no more surgeries. Um, there was one more stroke, but there were no more surgeries. There was a sexual assault that I don't even talk about. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to talk about the beginning of this year. But I stopped ta- telling the story. I stopped talking about the painful process that it takes to heal. Because physically, the healing has occurred. But the anxiety still exists. The depression still exists. The PTSD that's been there since I was eight years old hasn't gone away. And the promise that I made to myself and the promise that I made to everybody looking to me, to be honest, I didn't keep. I didn't tell how much it was hurting, how hard it was to face myself in the mirror, how much self-loathing was going on because I was forced to be home quarantined with the one person that I couldn't forgive, which was me. The one person I couldn't look at in the mirror because I still see her cuts and bruises and scrapes and scars and scabs and stitches. COVID-19 pandemic forced forced me to be alone with me without excuse. And now it's time for me to get on this process to self-forgiveness and self-love. And I hope that maybe by hearing this particular podcast episode, my transparency will encourage you to do the same for yourself, to love yourself a little more, to forgive yourself for that one thing that you just can't seem to let go of, to release the grudge against you that you have against yourself because nobody's perfect. That one friendship that I lost this last week without, without a reason that I don't even know kind of sent me into a whirlwind of all the things that I have messed up in the last 10 years, all the mistakes that I've made in the last 10 years. And I beat the hell out of myself about it. Because that's just not what you do. Not when you're a life coach and people are looking to you, you hold it together. You do the right thing. You say the right thing. And that's just not always possible because you forget that you're human. And humans make mistakes. You know, it's said all the time that mental health professionals, life coaches, counselors, 
sometimes need mental health professionals, life coaches, counselors. It's okay for anybody to go and seek the help that they need because nobody can get through this alone. Nobody in this world can go through everything in this life completely alone. We can certainly try, but that's not what we're made for. So back to that post that kind of sparked my emotions by Grace Harry. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. A quote by Maya Angelou. That's what I'm working on right now. I'm working on forgiving the person staring back at me in the mirror. I'm working on freeing her from the grudge that I've held against her for 42 years because she deserves it. She's worth it. And I'm learning to love her again too. I want to thank all of you that listen to this podcast that have followed my journey on Instagram, on Facebook, because I've really tried to encourage and help people that are going through the hell of any kind like I have been through. If you're liking what you're hearing, please subscribe, like, comment, share. If this message is something that you help, you think will help somebody that you know, share it with them. If something about my story has touched you in a way, reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Both of them are moving the mountain. I'm sorry. It's moving mountains coach on both Instagram and Facebook. My website is www.movingthemountains.net. And if you're comfortable working with a life coach that can be honest that sometimes life really hurts and sometimes being with yourself is the hardest thing or forgiving yourself is the hardest thing, or maybe you're okay with working with a life coach that can admit that it's not easy, then reach out to me. I'd love to have a session with you. I'd love to get to know you. I'd love to get to know your story and what it is that you're working through and share with you some tools and tricks that might work for you as well. I really do thank you for your time because you can spend your time anywhere doing anything. And you chose to spend today working on yourself or listening to me, and hopefully it was helpful. Remember, every mountain can be moved if you're willing to take the first step. It's just that sometimes it's really hard to do it when you're trying to do it all alone. That's my time today. Reach out, comment, like, share, subscribe. I appreciate everybody that has taken a moment to listen. Have a great day.